You come to me on the day of my daughter's funeral. A ghost coming to the mob boss ghost to ask a favor. Kiss my hand and tell my cat what you need. Okay, boss. Oh, I just love kissing fingers. That's actually what I wanted. I just wanted to kiss your little fingers. Your ghost lips are disgusting me. Oh, boss. <laughs> what do I do with this boner? <laughs> ghost boner. Ghost boner. Guys, ghost boner. that was a bit from a comedy we watched. No, that yep. was that directly was directly <laughs> from the bit of a comedy. That was word for word what was in the new short Mob Boss Boner Edition. <laughs> I apologize for everything. This is the Indie Film Review. I'm I'm just so excited that you're here and that you're not turning off the podcast <laughs> and that you've continued to listen this far because I'm impressed. Even though we've given you so many, like hundreds of reasons. Like how many, what just, is it, 243? Dude, we have given you 243 reasons to turn us off and you are wow. still here. Wow, gluttons for punishment. <laughs> so thanks again. Indie Film Review, we're here to talk about independent films. This is a short films episode. No long pants allowed. Dan, yes. agree or disagree? Agree. Every day I come to record, I it's I get off work and I put on shorts and I start recording. Ooh, yeah. You got to hike them up high and tight, baby. I want to see those kneecaps. Oh, Show me those them. kneecaps. Show me the, the whites of your ankles. <laughs> I don't even want you to be wearing socks right now. If they, if you do, it's low cut. All right. Yeah. We're risque right who, now. Who wears high cut socks? Uh, I do wait. in winter. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Winter. I don't know what winter is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have winter where you live. And that's the sun. Dan, we watched four amazing short films. We have Mob Ghost. We have Art House Romantic Comedy. That I, for some reason, wrote as Arthur's romantic comedy. Maybe I was thinking of the kid show Arthur. Art House Romantic Comedy? Is that what it's called? The Ten-Headed Skeleton movie, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you think it was I called? I think it had the title. <laughs> I just said it, it's another Ten-Headed Skeleton joint. Uh, then we have After, sent to us by Hermit Herm Herder. And we have <laughs> Finding Lights. And we're, we're going we're gonna to just get right into it. I'm sorry, who, who was it sent by? It's Okay. Don't worry, we'll talk about him later. I'm just pushing him aside. He doesn't need to be in the intro, okay? He'll be late. We'll get to him later. All right, Mob Ghost. This was sent to us by Jimmy Caputo. Hey, forgot about it. And this is a Blue Ghost production. Dan, what is Mob Ghost? It's about this guy who lives in his house, and he <laughs> he's hearing things, so he calls... Um, a paranormal investigator on Craigslist where he emails them and then the paranormal investigator shows up and they discover there's a ghost of a mob boss living in the yes. house. Yes. This is a short and sweet film. Oh, and we're going to spoil these, by the way. It's kind of hard to dance around it. We're not doing the normal Q&A thing, really. It's just freeform jazz right now. Coltrane, motherfucker. 
I, I thought it was really, really good. It's really well. What camera do you think they're using? Because it looks like an 80s film. It looks so good. And it's crisp. And it looks so fucking good. I love it. It made me angry how good it looked. Cute aggression on a camera. I know. Like unwanted <laughs> aggression. The Craigslist... Uh, uh, Bit? Craigslist Exorcist. He looks like... A Kurt Russell stand-in, like right? like his body double for when they have to do action scenes in the thing. Dude, there were so many. Like I'm like, he looks familiar, and I I looked him up. I'm like, he has to have been in something that I've seen. Both these actors are great. The other guy looks like he's from The Return of the Living Dead as like one of the sheriffs or something. Yeah. <laughs> they both do an excellent job. the The mob ghost guy is really fun. I just enjoyed it from head to toe. I thought the the gags were silly. Every joke that pertains to this Craigslist exorcist is hilarious. He's like, I was on Ghost Hunters. Like, he constantly reminds him. He's like, yes, I know, I know. It's like, no, trust me, I was on Ghost Hunters. Yeah. And then the special effects are simple but very effective. Yeah. Like, smoke screen, smoke screen. The smoke machine is killing it in this yes, movie, right? Yes. It's really doing legwork. We have, the old. this old man is watching cartoons, and then he's watching them. <laughs> The smoke starts to fill in his kitchen because it's like burning pasta. That's one of yeah. the omens of the the mob ghost. So he gets up to go investigate, but then the cartoon starts to warp and distort. It's like, that was really cool. I loved it when they summon the ghost and there's like this green light and the door slowly opens and, and you hear a flushing sound. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he, the ghost just took a huge shit because he had died in the toilet, but he never got to flush. What more is there to say? Honestly, I, I said go see it. Nothing. It's really, really good. You got to watch it. It's super fun. Go to Blue Ghost. I think they have a website. I don't know if this film is out yet, even though it the, the movie has been done for a year. At least the trailer has been out for a year. I love you filmmakers, but you need to stop sitting on your treasure troves. Just put it on YouTube, you animals. But yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend it. It's, it was a lot of fun. Actually, don't put it on YouTube. Put it on something new or maybe Vimeo, but like YouTube sucks now. I fucking hate YouTube. Whoa. Can you explain more on this revelation? The way in which they monetize and they like get creators to do like it's 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 not a friendly place for creators anymore. They are scummy. I feel like every company eventually gets that way once they get big enough where they're like, well, that's exactly the issue. So it's like, let's yeah. let's get something else in here. Anyway, Mob Ghost, uh, 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 you left out the Gabagool. Gabagool! Let's get on to this art house, what, what did you call it again? Arthur's Romantic Comedy. No, it's called Art House Romantic Comedy. So, if you are not acquainted with Tin-Headed Skeleton. Please, do yourself a favor and just Google Tin-Headed Skeleton. I'm pretty sure you'll find it immediately become acquainted with him. He's a very interesting person. <laughs> he makes very strange films. They're usually all in black and white from what I can remember. Um, I remember enjoying a lot of his older stuff that he yeah, sent us. Yeah. He's, he's, he's super fun. He's very experimental, very avant-garde. Yes. Like he's, his goal is not necessarily to entertain you, but to experiment with your entertainment. I guess. Oh my God. What an amazing way to say that. <laughs> oh, I love, I love just the, the amount of pretension and sincerity yes, in that. Exactly. It's 
perfect. It's exactly. exactly where it needs he, to be. He's not really that pretentious, but he's making fun of pretentious. It's, yes, it's playful. It's fun. Yeah. And I, I think that's, when he's being silly and strange like that is the most fun. It's playful and fun, but it's also just as pretentious because of how inaccessible it is. Like, if you are not a cinephile, <laughs> you're going to hate this shit. Yeah. But if you like experimental avant-garde shit, like he is doing crazy, really smart satires. It's it's so weird. Yes. I think if you're like a younger teenage weirdo. Yeah. And you're like, I don't fit in. And you see this, you're like, this makes sense to me. <laughs> this will click with you really hard. Um, the, so my only issue with this film, and I don't even know... Can it even be described? Usually we describe no. what the short is. Well, the, I don't two, know Two people you. go on a date, like they're set up. Like two people get set up on a date and they walk between trees for three minutes. Dude, them <laughs> passing the, between the palm trees so is my favorite it's scene so in the good. film and it makes no sense. It's so good. No, it kind of does make sense, man. They're like, they're crisscrossing their, their livelihoods and they're like, it, it's a repetitive motion. It's like, how many times because you know what i likened it to it was like this feels as monotonous as a woody allen comedy you know to like the woody allen characters trying to get to know each yeah, other yeah yeah well here's the big thing that i think is holding back 10 headed skeletons art nothing is holding it back okay and i think this would really take it to the next level i could not understand a single fucking word that any of these characters were saying if you could get the audio crisper and just, I just, even if I don't understand what the, what the fuck there's, I just want to be able to hear every single word. Okay. And I feel like they're, they're struggling with that in certain, cause they're filming outside. They're doing a lot of things. I, I think you that was boom. Mike, uh, what I, is I, it? The lava leers or whatever, the little yeah, yeah, yeah. things you put on I, your shirt. I think that was an issue that we didn't bring up in the last couple that we watched. Like he, it is rough sound design, but like, I don't think he cares. I know, I know he doesn't. Like I just, but, <laughs> I know but he well, I, I know that you know, like, but I, I what I'm sa I'm saying that to the to the benefit of just him as an artist and and you as the viewer. Like he has no. This is just me speculating. I don't think he cares about your perception of craft because he's making fun of it. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean. I know, I know. We're being played for fools, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a fan. Send us more stuff. I'll watch it all. <laughs> I'll watch all of it. Oh, man. What I missed, what I missed, though, I want to see more of his stuff that incorporates his music. Because his oh, music yeah. is also very avant-garde and strange. Uh, here's what I'll say, and this is only from memory. I feel like his audio was better in his other films. And this one was particularly riff. It was a little bit better, but it was still, like, it, it, it has very similar yeah. things. And even if you have to just record the voices over again somewhere else in like a room or a closet or whatever, I, even that I think would been would have been better than what we had the end product. But like, I really think he he films this stuff, boom, and then just like gets it done quick. I don't, he's not like really you know like combing. Oh, I gotta make everything perfect. Like you're saying, he's just like I don't care. I, this is the fun thing I wanted to make. Boom, yeah. here it is. So I can, I can respect that too. But also he has to respect that it is our job. No, our duty to critique film, Dan. We were assigned. <laughs> the Film Reviewers Association of America 
to review every single film in human history, okay? That's a lot. Independent film. Yes, including ones that are currently being made, which is indefinite. It never yes, stops. It never stops. So, in a way, it's this is an attack on us. Yes. And I'm offended. And that's my final thoughts on that. So, Dan, <laughs> the third film <laughs> is called After. This was sent to us by the innumerable, the respectable, the, the dependable, the handsome, the charismatic, the accessible. Thank you. The bearded. The not insanely crazy avant-garde. Down to earth, man of the people, a guy you want to have a beer with. Timothy J. Cox, that son of a bitch. He sent us another film. He wrote this film. It was directed by Thomas. Oh, he wrote this? Angeletti. Yes, he did. Ooh, I didn't know that. Low budget film. Uh, what was the film about, Dan? It is about a guy whose son... Okay, so he's a cop, and his son was also a cop, and his son was murdered by somebody, or he died in the line of duty. And it's about this this guy coming home from the funeral and reconciling with his daughter about his son's death and how he's trying to grieve and, and his strategies for grieving. I feel like... This film could really hit someone who has just suffered a yeah. loss mm-hmm. because it gets really heavy. It it gets it gets almost like a little action movie and darkish towards the end, but yeah. I still think it 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 keep it kept me interested and it kept me engaged throughout the whole time. What are your thoughts on it, Dan? What do you think? I liked how he seems to be battling his grief and he's he's doing it with alcohol he's doing it with oh yes with, he is with shrugging off his daughter I, I said he's accessible because he's a great actor but he's inaccessible in this film like he is shutting her out yes and he it's 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 frustrating to see that relationship um transpire on film because like you you it's it's a very real thing it's very something that people deal with all the time and he's he's very much struggling with it and i think he did an excellent job yeah in terms of making it very believable so i think the actor that he had to play off of also did a really good job yeah. and like there's a scene with both of them kind of going back and forth at the the kitchen table and there's this profile shot of uh-huh. tim and I thought it was so good. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a picture. And then like, as I'm taking a picture, you know, usually we try to post pictures for Instagram and stuff. Um, certain movies I won't do that with because either they explicitly tell me not to, or there is a watermark, which I'm thinking, okay, if they're saying property by blah, 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 they probably don't want pictures. So I, I don't do that. But the thought occurred to me that I take more pictures of Timothy J. Cox <laughs> than I do my own wife. <laughs> And I think I started crying for a good 10 minutes. <laughs> well, he's elusive, right? I mean, no, he's not that He's elusive, baby. <laughs> so why don't you take a picture of me? Ooh. Is that, is that what, is that Bigfoot? Bigfoot's new song? <laughs> yeah. I just had an image of, of Tim doing the Bigfoot walk in the woods and he turns and looks at the camera. Oh, shit. I really hope he likes us and doesn't just... Oh, no. He, 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 he must. Loves he loves us. I hope he enjoys these reviews. He wouldn't be sending us films if he did. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's like, I, I, guess we, I guess I can give this film to these guys Jesus. 
What if he hates himself so much that he'll send it to us and listen? <laughs> he does not. He, there's no way. And just be upset. Just be upset by it. He appreciates it. So yeah, I think everyone does a great job. If I really had to do a criticism, I would say the staging of the room and of that set, I know it's probably just a real house, right? It seems like all of these films that we're covering are very low budget. Maybe except for the last one seems like it kind of has a budget. Yeah. We'll get into it. Think a little bit more about what the background is conveying because the mise en scene. Yes. There was a pillow behind Tim when he was sitting on the couch that was of a hummingbird. And I just kept looking at that humming because it was like completely in focus and it was right above the couch, like sitting on it on the backrest. And it's like, he's talking and it's just like Tim hummingbird, Tim hummingbird. <laughs> and I know, I don't know. And just like, just think about like, get rid of it. Like, I want to focus on what the cameraman and the director wants me to look at. And I feel like that was taking away from certain things. Um, you could be using the staging to convey the story more, too. Like, with that photo, right? Where they're like, look, it, it's mom, you know? Like, would mom want you to do this? And, and she's, like, holding the photo up. Yeah. I thought that was really powerful. But then I also think that she held onto that photo for weight. Like, you just show her the show them the photo the, so, and then put it down. I mean, getting to what you were you're talking, like, I, that was my biggest criticism, or that is my biggest criticism, is the, the length of this film. It probably could could because of things like that the editing and like holding too long it, it could be shaved off maybe a minute and a half and it would still be a really strong film yeah i can see that i can see that but i love that struggle between like him avenging his son who is his family and like respecting this weird thing of like he is a police officer and that is also my family like these guys you know that i've been we've seen some shit and then his real family, right? With like his wife that has passed away and his daughter that is still alive. If he does some of these things he's talking yeah, about, he's, which dude, is like it's going stupid. and it's stupid. Don't do that. Yeah, he wants to go fucking avenge his son by killing this dude. He's gonna end up in jail and ruining his whole life. Or dead. Yeah. Like fucking it up with the people that are alive, right? So and Dan, I don't know if you know this, but vengeance begets more vengeance. Do you know, did you know that? And it's a dish best served cold. Did you also know that if if you if you if you go out for for vengeance, you better dig two graves. You, you better do that's, it. That's right. And if you if you shoot at vengeance, you best not miss. And 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 if you if you really 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 care about vengeance, um, <laughs> you will not ever ever take a lover because it might get weird that's right and if you love vengeance you should just let it go and if it loves you it'll come back what what are you what are you doing here are you keanu reeves <laughs> <laughs> hey we're just having a fun fun time so yeah closing thoughts dan was there anything else you want to say about that no um it's it's a powerful grief movie and it was it was very good and some of his deliveries were about the alcohol were very intense and funny. I really enjoyed them. There were some funny moments in it that I liked. Um, but yeah, overall it was like dark and I think it really hit all the notes that it needed to hit. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Finding lights, Dan. Finding lights, lights, lights. This was sent to us by Trevor Parenteau, not Portmanteau. Portmanteau. And this is available on YouTube at Trevor Parento YouTube. If you just go search Finding Lights, you'll I'm assuming you will find it. 
Dan, what is this film about? This film is about a woman who is having an existential crisis mm-hmm. and a musician who is trying to make it big. And they come together in the most mysterious of ways. Yeah, the world slide. The, by mysterious, I mean just happenstance. Like, just... That's right. Things happen. Things work. This film is touching. Chaos reigns. Oh, God. Just when I think I had escaped, I I, I feel <laughs> and I just see the crushing of testicles and there it is again it's gonna it's gonna haunt me for another couple of years <laughs> what's the name of that movie antichrist with with william defoe yeah antichrist is the film we're referencing by the way don't see it i don't think you need to uh, it's not one that you need i mean if you want to see defoe's penis you could probably just google it that's not all you see <laughs> he's got a big old donger so that's fun there no there's a more okay friend of the show ben ben if you're listening we love you. We love um, you. He sent me, he sent me at one time, there's this clip of like this old variety show, but it's like a, it's like an adult variety show. And like, there's this silly ass music playing and Willem DeVoe is butt ass naked with a mustache dancing and flopping his dick around. <laughs> My God, he is a real treasure. So if you want to see some Willem DeVoe nudity, watch that instead. <laughs> Fantastic. You know what? Excellent recommendation, Dan. I'm sure all of our listeners are clamoring to check out that footage. All right. um, Trevor, please be excited for this review. Finding Lights. Uh, What are your thoughts, buddy, on this uh, pretty pretty interesting film? I I said it without spoiling it. So basically, this girl, she goes to therapy. She's frustrated at therapy because the therapist is kind of shitty, for lack of a better word. Yes, this therapist is dog shit she's terrible but this girl is sitting there just looking so depressed and then after a like a moment pause or so she goes this is bullshit yes and then the therapist they cut to her and she's got this shit eating grin (laughs) i had to take a still of it because i'm like holy is she the personification of bullshit it was amazing and then like she she lays out this heartfelt thing about like so profound what's going on in her life and why she thinks everything's shitty because like there's a celebrity and people are clamoring over a homeless man to go get his photograph and like knock him over ryan gosling ryan gooslang i'm sure he loves this publicity by the way he, he needs it the guy's hurting right he hasn't been in a lot of stuff lately nah. and i feel like this is really going to give him that bump <laughs> and then she's telling this really fucked up story and how it like equates to her and how she feels about the world and this lady looks at the clock and goes, ah, okay, we're out of time. And like, well, let's, she... let's, let's contextualize it a little bit. So she's talking about how like people are going, they're clamoring to Ryan Gosling and they trample a homeless guy to get to him. And, and she's like, why are we so enthralled with somebody who does, he plays pretend for a living and we think he's a God, but somebody who's going through the shittiest part of their life and we just trample on like it's it's a really good commentary and the therapist immediately dismisses it yep because she doesn't know what to fucking say i I don't think she's doing it on purpose i think she just sucks well yeah life is fucking trash that's that's the reason oh also uh six-pack abs the granny the therapist oh (laughs) (laughs) so we have this we have some amazing shots this movie is slick. It looks so fucking good. 
when she's at the subway and we have those blue tiles Mm -hmm. and there's this shot of her leaning on the blue tiles and this is like wide shot oh it looks so freaking good of her just sitting there but then it cuts to her looking at these two girls taking selfies on that same brick wall oh yes but if you think about it, it's kind of meta because it's like she is judging them for being so vapid and vain or whatever and be like oh take a picture take a picture and she's in a movie yes the director (laughs) is putting her in a film where he's like oh i see this wall i'm gonna get a cool shot of this meta isn't that similar exactly the commentary of what's happening there i don't know but, I just thought but, it was really but, fun. but 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 walls are not people bro walls can't people be vain walls, so why should it be? no it's the use of the wall dan yes i get saying. it now on the other end of this spectrum is this man um i think his name is luca he is a up-and-coming artist and he's like a singer-songwriter. Like he's dressed to the nines, like he's an opera, like he's a professor. Seriously. He he's like a classical piano player, but he's not. He's 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 a singer-songwriter. And he has he has a free show. Which does The show is fucking free. Does does it show because this was my this was my critique. Does it show that the concert is free before, or do we know that? As she walks in after because it's like he's getting ready and then nobody's in the theater and you're like, what the hell? Like, it just felt like there was a big disconnect. And then we realized it's a free show. I'm like, oh, okay. But here's the issue. You're not going to have a theater that this is a huge theater. Yeah. This is a big place. You're not going to have this big fucking theater. And have this dude get prepped and ready. And oh, here he goes. Here he goes. He's going to do a show. And then literally up until curtain call. Nobody. The curtain opens. They call his name and the theater is. That's just impossible. Exactly. It's insane. And that's when the film lost me a little bit. Me too. Okay. So I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one. It's just not realistic in terms of like. And, and well, and then that's, that's why. Us living in the real world. That's why. That's why, and this is a bad word. I, I I feel like I'm being harsh saying this. That's why it felt like whenever I saw that it was um, a free concert in, in in the shot, like we saw the sign, it felt like a cop out. Like, it no, just, I think it made it worse because there's no way people just be like, oh, free concert. Like people just fucking show up. They don't even need to know what it is. They're just like, I don't know. It's free. I'll go. Like, did no one at this theater? Yeah, you can always walk out. Yeah, no one at the theater like promoted this show or nothing. Like, how are they making money? I don't, like. There's so many things about it that I don't understand that just took me out of the film, and I wanted to just enjoy these moments because there's some great. Like when she comes in by herself and the spotlight's on her and he's singing. Yes. I'm like, this is okay. a great song. Two, two things. Good music. Two things. I love the shots. The the music is the song is incredible. I I want that I want that song on my iPod. Um the spotlight in the crowd that was also very meta like who shines a spotlight on the crowd like well, yeah so that was really cool like that whole shot being composed like that composition was excellent um th- that's all i wanted to say what's interesting is like i could disassociate myself with like oh there's a spotlight shining on her because that's trying to show an effect yeah that's supposed to convey a feeling to me of what's going on between these two characters and their connection right yeah and how much she needed this music and how much he needed her to be in the fucking audience and that was so powerful and so cool and i think the idea of this short film is amazing it's really well done i just think 
the vision of him on the stage and it's just her in that audience is kind of insane. Uh, if they would have had him, maybe, maybe there's some people in the audience and it's like, like a really bad turnout. Despite. Okay. So despite my, what we've talked about with, with, uh, as, as what are we going to call it? An issue. Despite what we talked about in the film and what we took, what took us out of it, it's is speaking to a social critique, which is nobody cares about anything anymore we all care about our phones like like, that's really what the film is about right so it's like nobody Mm -hmm. cares about like a free concert put on by somebody that nobody knows we want to go to things that people know about because that way people like us for liking what they like like there's it's like a feedback loop of of nonsensical um i agree and i think that does exist i just feel like people will go to see free shit I feel like that's always been the case even before films or not films, even before like smartphones existed. I don't know if this is like a weird trend. Even before like, films existed. Not films. I guess. No, no, seriously. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go to the 1600s and there's a fucking decrepit dude and, and he has like a puppet show and he gets them all in with a free show and then asks for donations afterwards. Yeah. 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 So it's weird because like, that's kind of the vibe. I almost feel like would this have worked better if he was just a guy with a piano on the street doing a free concert that would have worked was paying attention yes. to him and Ryan Gosling was there and he was flexing <laughs> his abs and everyone just like pushed his piano over to go. Dude, no, the piano is Ryan Gosling. Holy shit. What an amazing performance by Ryan. <laughs> Tickling the ivories has a whole new meeting now. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. But you get what I mean? Yeah, I get it. You can't you can't do this to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. This isn't a big deal. It's a, a slight oversight. It's a huge deal. Uh, to me, it is because I'm a psychopath. <laughs> My critique is not of the filmmaking or the actors or anything. It's just you took me out of it. Yeah, you know? that's it. That's all I gotta say. I will agree with you on this one. I'll, yeah. I'll play the bad guy. And no. next episode, we are replacing Dan with Ryan Gosling. And I think moving forward, it's going to be a much better Guys, show. you can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod and at Ryan Gosling. Um, you can find us on, you just email us. Email us your shit at TheIndieFilmReview yeah. at gmail.com. Also, something. I don't know. What's your time? What, what do you got? What do you got for me? Hey, Trevor... Tim, Ten Headed Skeleton, Jimmy, I'm really sorry. Whatever I said, I, I take it all back. Um, I apologize to everyone right now for everything I've ever done. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Please go rate us all of the stars on Apple Frame Tube in in or Google Plus. Give us a one. We have we have a couple ones because no, we're, we're not we're not actually five. fuck off. Actually, fuck you because if you do that and you said Dan told me to leave a one-star review. I'm going to fucking lose my shit. I'm going to go to your house and I'm going to be really, I'm going to ask to speak with, and he's going to kill me. You will be dead. (laughs) And he's going to use me as a weapon. Respectfully. So thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. Daniel, the final word. I see. I see ya, boy. Keep going. I say, I say, kid. Uh, uh, who, 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 who'd you, who, who'd you send a film to? You didn't, you didn't send a film to me, boy. Uh, no, 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 no.
Well, I'm just a simple country filmmaker.